Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It doesn't seem real uh, right now. Um, you know, we, we, uh, we traded Patrick Kane, but really excited for him to get a chance to play for the Rangers, play at Madison Square Garden with... Uh, with a really good team, and and we're looking forward to watching them uh, compete with uh, with New York. <laughs> Molly, Molly and Haw, David once again shrugs and throws his hands up, hearing Kyle Davidson excited oh, to have uh, gotten rid of Kaner. Uh, what a delight to welcome in Eddie Olchek. He is a longtime friend of the program and a, an all-around great man, one of God's great men. And he joins us now, as all guests do, on the Score Hotline, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Eddie, good morning. How are you? Well, I guess uh, I guess uh, beat Parma. Maybe I should take a stroll down to, uh, to Circa now. I'm actually uh, in Vegas. I did uh, for TNT last night. I was here doing the Golden Knights and the Carolina Hurricanes. So uh, karma is everything. So great to be with you, Molly and David. Always uh, great to hear your voices. That's if you still have any energy left after last night, Eddie. I'm sure that you had a little bit of a, a post-game yeah. uh, ritual that yeah, you followed. Yeah, well, I guess I'd like to, I'd like to say that I'm just getting in, but uh, that's those days. <laughs> Those days are long gone. Those days are, I need toothpicks uh, when I'm doing these late games out west to make sure I keep my eyelids open. So it's great to be with you, boys, and thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Always a delight for us. And, and Eddie, I mean, who better to talk to about whether Patrick Kane can go to the Rangers and win a Stanley Cup than a man, <laughs> than a man who pulled off the feet? What, uh, yeah. what was your take, first of all, on seeing Kaner traded? Yeah. Well, one of the things that uh, when I ran into Kaner in, uh, in Dallas, uh, which happened to be uh, his last game uh, as a Hawk, uh, we, we did that game nationally. I know the game was blocked out at home uh, back in Chicago, so I had a chance to, uh, you know, to, to visit with Kaner on, uh, you know, a week ago, so eight days ago. And, uh, you know, I mean, we've always talked over the years, obviously, and Kaner such a, historian uh, of the game and, and very respectful of the players that have come before and, and knowing and developing relationships. So, you know, knowing the big apple uh, like I do and having been there and, you know, being able to be a very small part of a team that won a championship after waiting uh, half the time it took the Cubs uh, to win a world series. It was only 54 years in New York that they had to wait from <laughs> 1940 to 94, but, um, 
I mean, I, I guess I wasn't surprised, but, you know, I think it's it's always emotional depending on, you know, how your tie is and is whether it's a fan or, you know, a member of the organization or, you know, a broadcaster. Because he's obviously meant so much to the team, the game of hockey, not only at home in Chicago, but, you know, uh, you know worldwide. And um, But I think when you look at it, um, he had his choice. It was his call. And considering how everything has gone, you know, on the ice and then the team doing what they, you know, that they needed to do is to get into a full-blown rebuild, uh, you know, Kaner could dictate. And then it was up to the Hawks to, to make the moves and regardless what was on the table. So I know there's a lot there, but, um, you know, I'm I'm happy for him because it's where he wanted to go. And look at, the, do I do I think that he, uh, you know, ultimately, did I ever think, did he ever think that he was going to end up leaving the Blackhawks? Probably not. I mean, when you look at, uh, you know, how everything had gone over his amazing career and, you know, the last couple of years, obviously, it had been very challenging. But, um, you know, he decided that, hey, he wanted to get a chance to win and the Hawks uh, accommodated him and and you turn the page. But uh, it was an incredible run and uh, I'm happy for him. And, you know, and the Hawks got some assets back and um, and see, you know, how those things end up turning out, you know, somewhere down the road. So going to New York, obviously, reunited uh, with the bread man and uh, i'm sure they're going to be uh, pretty jacked up tonight so uh it's going to be uh madison square garden i'm sure be i'm sure will be up for grabs tonight eddie you know chicago sports and you know patrick kane's role in the last 25 years i think he's been the most accomplished athlete since michael jordan left town and yeah. still in those last few games with the hawks reminded us just how elite he can be at yeah. times the question yeah. is as he as he joins Panarin on that line as it appears as he goes to the Rangers how much does he have left how long do you think Patrick Kane will play and you think that he could return to Chicago uh the latter I'm not sure uh for him you know I, I think he's got three or four solid years left in him I really do now you know Kane in his whole hockey career his whole hockey life he's always been the guy but for most guys when they get a little bit older um, they need to have some support they need to have other difference makers along to help carry the load and if if Kaner can be in a situation again this is my thought he if he can be in a situation where he can play along some guys that you know, can carry the freight for him and and and, uh, and and help him along. There's no doubt in my mind that I think he can play another three or four years and be and to be a point a game guy. So to get 82 points because he's going to play the power play. You know, he's going to play in the key situations. He's going to play in overtime. He's he's an, an extremely um, well conditioned athlete. He's been relatively healthy. I know there's lots of rumors and speculation about what's going on, uh, you know, with with a leg injury of some sort. But uh, you know, I, that's what I feel, David. I, I feel that you know that that he can play another three or four years, and um, you know where that is after you know he, he gets to New York and 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 see how that how everything goes. But you know, cap and financials and all that plays, uh, you know, a big decision into it. So 
um, we'll we'll see how that all kind of plays out. But uh, um, it'll be really interesting uh, banter here as, as as the hockey season now goes on, and he's in New York, and then when he eventually does get to uh, eventually does get to free agency. What's it like playing in New York? You know, we know we've all been to New York. We've all been to that mm-hmm. building. Uh, it yeah. is, it's an extraordinary place. There's an energy that comes yeah. just when you get off the airplane, just by walking down yeah. the street. For yeah. Sake. Yeah. But what, what is that like for a hockey player? Yeah. Well, look, for me, there was nothing like playing at the stadium or at the United Center, because obviously I'm proud and born and bred of, you know, being a Chicago guy and living and dying with the Blackhawks as I did and as I do, and uh, I always will. Um, and then getting that chance to play in my hometown. So, you know, there, there's really nothing, uh, Molly, that ever, for, for me, compared to living that. But, you know, there is that, uh, there is that energy and excitement uh, in New York and having played there three years and then, you know, obviously being a small part of the team that won a championship was pretty, uh, you know, was, was, was pretty crazy. Uh, there just seems to be that... Uh, like that's the only thing going on in town when you when you go to Madison Square Garden. Um, it just seems like the whole city is just rushing. I mean, the city's always rushing, but it just seems like everybody's funneling into Madison Square Garden now. I know people have been there in the last, uh, I'll say, ten years, but um, it is really. I mean, it is really changed. Like it, 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 just the the structure and everything that's going on around Madison Square Garden has really changed. So. It's, a much different looking building but when you do go on the inside uh, it's uh, it's a pretty awesome experience and uh, when you are playing for the home team it's uh, it's pretty special so it's um, just one of those things where I think a lot of players you know really enjoyed going there and, and playing games there because it does seem like it's the only thing going on in town. All right, Eddie. So from Madison Avenue back to Madison Street here in Chicago <laughs> and, and you know you know what I'm going to ask. It, 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 the last year has been tough. I mean, you're getting through with the Blackhawk fans, the scandal, and then you move ahead. And then Pat and Eddie are gone, okay? And then Debrinkit and Kirby Doc and now Kaner. It's hard to be a Hawks fan, Eddie. How would you suggest the, the team, the front office, the ownership, Rocky, whoever, tries to win back some of the fans they've lost because it has been yeah. difficult – being a Hawks fan, seeing all of the reasons you love the team, walk out the door. Yeah. Well, look, I think you have to, you know, you have to trust that the decisions that are are being made. And look at, I'm more like, I'm more talking about just the hockey decisions here. Okay, let's just make this perfectly clear. The understanding is that you know, knowing where they were. Uh, you know, where they are and, and where they're trying to get to. And, you know, it's, it's been well documented about, you know, look at, you know, we, we've got to turn the page. It's a rebuild um, and, and move forward from there. Um, but it's been a tough stretch. There's, there's, there's no doubt about it. And you can have, you know, fans can have their feelings for a lot of different reasons, but you have to trust in the direction that they're going and, and understanding that, you know, look, you probably missed an opportunity to start this rebuild a couple of years ago, you know, and, you know, you, you might be a little bit more farther ahead there, but look, at you, you got to play the hand that's dealt regardless, right? I mean, 
we're all playing different hands and it's just sometimes decisions are made and and you have to move on so um I, I I hope that they can get it turned around here. Look, it's going to take some time as far as the, the product and, and, and the team moving forward. But, um, you know, that's just kind of the, the, the way that it is. And, um, you know, considering where this where this team has been and knowing how great and how awesome it can be, uh, you know, for the Blackhawks and the organization in the city. And, uh, you know, I know it's been tough here, but got to stay with it and, and, and just hope that uh, – you know, it can turn around and, and uh, with, with the assets that Kyle has, has been able to bring in on all the different moves. And um, so, yeah, I, I know it's, very, it's been very emotional and I know having been right in the middle of it being, you know, very emotional for, for me and my family, but um, you know, it's just, uh, it's sports, it's life. And uh, you know, you got to just keep your head up and keep working ahead. Eddie, it's, you know, I think the problem may be, for some of us looking at this is that so, I mean, you know, the Caner trade, I, I know it was inevitable. I knew yeah. that we were talking about it all year long. Nonetheless, when it happened, there was like a sense of shock, like what? It's just, yeah, right. it's just right. shocking, even though it happened yeah. and you knew it was coming. But I think that with all these draft picks, I get it. The rebuild, I understand what they're doing. I, you know, we'll see if they get Connor Bedard. I'm supposed to care about that. He might actually come in and play right away. But most of the mm-hmm. time with a draft, yes. and they're loaded yes. for a couple of years, that's two or three years down the line earliest, right? right? So yeah. Yeah. so how – I mean, I don't even know how you sell the idea. But, that- but, 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 but Molly, let me, let me interrupt you. I mean, you make a, you make a great point. I look at I, I get it. Look at And I li- look at I just, I guess, full disclosure. Like, I lived this when I was coaching in Pittsburgh some geez, going on 20 years ago, which I can't even believe, but you know, we were, we were in a major rebuild and, and I happened to be the spokesperson for the team because our general manager, Craig Patrick, you know, he really didn't want to be the guy. And, and that was one of the reasons why I got the job was to be able to, to talk to the fans in Pittsburgh and, and sell hope. Like that was part of my gig. And I lived it. Like we hit rock bottom too. Like we said, okay, well, we're going to prepare for the draft, but it, but where I where I interrupted you, Marlene, I'm sorry, is that I think that when you when you do get so many picks, is you do have the ability. And again, I'm just talking as a hockey guy. I'm not, you know, whatever Kyle and the staff are going to do there is, you know, they're going to do. But like you do have the ability here with all of the assets is to flip a lot of these assets for top prospects, ready to go prospects that are, you know. Uh, are, are rated in the top NHL, you know, ready to go draft picks. You, you could flip a lot of these draft picks for guys that are ready to go whenever the clock starts. Um, get ready made prospects for other trades that are going to happen or whatever. So I, I think that you're right. When you do have draft picks, for the most part, 90% of them aren't going to be in the NHL for three years. And then fans will sit there and go, well, look what's happened here the last six years. And I know the bubble is what, what the bubble was. Okay. But let's take that out of it a couple of years ago, but you know, it's been a battle and now you start looking ahead and going, okay, now all of a sudden you start adding to that six years, but you do have that ability with a lot of these picks you're getting is to be able to expedite whenever that is, whenever the green light goes for the Hawks, then you're able to go ahead and, and, and uh, start seeing some of these players and then uh, 
you know, turning those picks into, you know, to national hockey players. And then obviously it's up to them. So no guarantees, obviously it doesn't matter, right? Like it doesn't matter, uh, you know, where you're picking or whatever. It's like, for the most part, you're right. There's very few guys that can come in like Kaner, um, you know, Johnny to a certain extent, because he did have a year of college hockey and then eventually come, but, um, you know, counting on guys that are, you know, 19, 20 years old. Uh, and then again, one of the most important things, and, and we tried it in Pittsburgh was, or, or understood in Pittsburgh, figure out who and what you guys are before the rest of the National Hockey League does. And then you have to surround them with incredible veteran guys that aren't on self-led agendas. It's got to be about who can help mentor and help protect the young players that are going to be learning in, in a really tough league to play as a, as, as a young player. So, um, but I think that's, that to me is, is, is really key because when you do have cap space and you do have assets and more times than not, the assets that are there now are going to be draft picks. Then you're able to go ahead and, and, and be open for business with pretty much anybody in the national hockey league. Eddie, do you think Jonathan Taze plays again? It's unfortunate that he's sitting out the rest of the season, presumably yeah. with the illness. A lot of mystery surrounding his future. I just wonder what you thought knowing him as well yeah. as you do and, and the situation. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, I obviously have communicated with Johnny, and uh, you know, I, I wish him well, and it's most importantly, and, and obviously getting through um, my own you know, health issues here over the years. Um, he just, you just hope that he's, he's uh, you know, he's at peace and he's, he's feeling okay and, and he can, uh, you know, he can just uh, be comfortable. And uh, I, I'm not sure, David, to answer your question. I, I'm not sure if, if, if that's in the cards or not, but uh, especially with those two guys, um, you know, for Kaner and for Johnny, uh, for me, again, relationship is, is, is a little different just from the aspect of, being there so long and, and being a former hawk is that you know is is if, if those guys are good um then i'm smiling too and i'm just hoping for johnny just for him to to get healthy and get peace of mind here and, and look at if he, if he can i think we, w- we would all love it to see him in that sweater uh, again but i think for all of us that uh, we, we just want to make sure that he's uh you know he's feeling good and and he's at peace and uh and whatever happens happens moving forward uh, Eddie, do you plan on watching this game tonight with Kaner? I mean, oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I was out without any hesitation. I mean, just to see, you know, I mean, look, it, it is going to be, uh, it is going to be different because um, when you've seen him in, you know, the best sweater in, in all of professional sports for so many years and so many days and just associating him with, you know, the red, white, and black. Um, and then now he's going to be put on, putting on the red, white, and blue. Uh, it is going to be, but I, just, I would probably, it's going to take you back when you see uh, 88 and 72 on the ice. They happen to be wearing Ranger sweaters. <laughs> probably, you know, probably, you know, I would imagine, and knowing knowing our home as well as I do, I would imagine 
Uh, there'll be, you know, there'll probably be a little bit of grumbling going on when people are watching them wear the Rangers sweaters instead of the Blackhawks sweaters, but that's for uh, that's for another day. But yeah, absolutely, I'm going to be, uh, I will be tuned in and uh, knowing Kaner, um I just I got this feeling he's going to have a game and a half tonight, and he's going to be all lathered up and ready to go. And um, you know, hey. This is where he wanted to go, and Kyle made it happen. The team made it happen, and and we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it all works out. Look at look at like the Eastern Conference. For people that may not know, like the Eastern Conference is um, it is a gauntlet. Like it is going to be a challenge and a half for any team. You know, the Bruins are the best team. Now they've come up with some big injuries here recently, but it's like there are no guarantees. Like, you know, it's it's going to be tough. And it looks like right now that the Rangers are going to be on a collision course with their arch rivals across the river. So um, the Devils, and uh, that's going to be one, you know, it's going to be one hell of a playoff for sure. Great stuff, Eddie. Eddie, you're the best. Great catching up with you. We love you dearly and, and hope you're well and the family's good. And we miss you. We I miss you. Yeah. Miss you. Yeah. Hey, hey, guys, I love you too. I miss I miss you guys and I miss home. But uh, it's always great to chat with you. Keep up the great work. And, uh, you know, Molly, we're uh, – last time I checked, we are, uh, we are approaching uh, – just about sixty some days away from the first Saturday in May. So I know. You guys will find five minutes for me to try. To oh, we will. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe get our maybe get our maybe get our beaks a little wetter there around in the first Saturday. <laughs> I love it, Eddie. You're the best. Take care. Okay, guys. Great. Thanks for having All me. Right. That is Eddie Olchek. Oh man. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.